Do you see potential or is it trial and error? This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and this is episode 325 of the podcast. Now, if you've been following along for a while, you would have heard that often, often, often when we talk about wildlife photography, I would say that you have to shoot for processing. So what I meant by that is sometimes in the field you're faced with very challenging exposure issues, for example, like the sky is very bright, the foreground is very dark, and how do you then capture all of that in camera? Often you can't. And in those situations, you have to shoot for processing. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to head over to Michael, and he's going to talk about something similar in that when you look at an image, a raw file, do you see potential of what you want to do, or is it trial and error? Handing over to Mike. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning into this episode on the Wild Eye podcast. My name is Michael Alpshaw, and I'm privileged to spend the next few minutes with you chatting about a really or a question that really triggered um, once I'd read it. So a couple of days back, I posted a reel onto my Instagram. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Um, of an elephant, a static image of an elephant, and I was basically flicking quite rapidly between the raw image and the final processed image. And this image you would have seen on the cover of um, this particular podcast, but it is quite a dramatic change when you look at the two images. Um, If you want a a clearer view as to um, what this result was and how dramatically different it was, Um, Feel free to look at some of my most recent reels on Instagram and that you'll find at michael.laubscher, L-A-U-B-S-C-H-E-R. And uh, you can then go and see this this video and and see the dramatic change from the raw file to the final processed image. But what triggered me and sparked me to record this episode today is that I received a question from a guest, Anne Greyermeer, a past guest that I'd hosted on Safari. And Anne, thank you so much for um, this question because it really is a good one. Um, and her question to me was, Mike, I wonder whether you see the potential in pictures like this immediately or is it also a bit of try and error? For me, it is still try and error. And I wonder whether this only um, this is only a question of enough practice. Now, for those of you listening, I think to get a better understanding um, with regards to this question and a bit more background, do yourself a favor and go watch that reel um, of this 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 elephant image, uh, because then you will be able to relate to Anne's question a lot better. But in Anne's question. There is one key word that really stands out, and this is the word practice. Um, another key word I would like to add into this is time, because obviously with time, you will be able to practice more. And to answer this question in a simple form, and this particular image, okay, before I get to this particular image, 
for the most part, spending a lot of time out photographing on a regular basis um, and starting to understand your, your gear and your DSLR camera a lot better, you would in turn start shooting and photographing for the end result in terms and what i mean by this is before i even take the photograph in the field i know how i would want to process and edit that image once i import it into lightroom and so so how i can explain myself here is say for example there was a nice moody sky behind the elephant or the lion or whatever it is you're photographing and you want to maintain and keep the detail in either that colorful sky or that moody cloudy sky behind the animal i would have to purposefully underexpose that scene a little bit more <clears throat> than what i would have usually have done in order to maintain those highlighted areas but you would have to then also keep your eye on your histogram to ensure that you're not burning out the shadows or the dark areas within the scene so that when you do pull it into Lightroom, you can lift those shadows and retain all those details in which is now a dark foreground. So for the most part, um, I wouldn't say I see the potential in the photograph when I see it on Lightroom or in Lightroom. I know the potential. Um, and that's coming from a humble place. I just, I know that I shot for that particular reason, knowing that I need to increase and lift up the shadows in the foreground. Um, so I know that the potential is there. But this scene in particular that you had questioned me on here, Anne, is one that I did not plan for. Um, I didn't look at the sky behind the animal and purposely underexpose that much. Because if you look at the raw image, it's quite a dark image. It's a pretty, pretty black image. And it doesn't look like anything. It doesn't look like something you can use. Um, and so while I was sorting through, scrolling through all the images I took during our stay at uh, Saseka and Simbambili um, in the recent weeks, scrolling through this, I then saw that, well, this image is very dark. And off the bat, I think I knew there was potential because I, I saw the histogram in Lightroom and I knew that, okay, I haven't burnt out the shadow, so I can still pull back the details in, um, in the foreground. But yet again, I'm, I wasn't too sure how much of that detail I could pull back or what it would look like when I do pull it back. So seeing that I didn't purposefully shoot for that um, reason or that purpose out in the field, because this was a massive elephant bull that was in must trailing herds in the private sections. Um, and this, was, this particular elephant was photographed in uh, Thorny Bush. And so he's a, one of the last remaining big tuskers of the Kruger National Park who was now in this private reserve. So my emotions and excitement were beside me. I was so excited and just flip, I wanted to photograph this elephant. And, and yes, it does happen to us as well. Sometimes you overlook and don't think about your settings. And sometimes, yes, you mess it up. And this was on the, the border of me destroying this image. It was almost too dark. Um, the raw image was almost too dark. Um, but fortunately it worked out for me and seeing that I didn't purposefully plan to underexpose this much in order to maintain detail in the, the clouds behind the animal and preserve those highlights in this case, just because I, I have been doing this for a long time and I have edited thousands upon thousands of images. Um, I think I will 
realize and know the potential within a particular scene when I'm looking at the photograph in the raw file a lot sooner than and folk like yourself who don't get to photograph as frequently or who haven't processed as many images as I have. Um, so the realization of flip, okay, this image has got potential will definitely come sooner um, or it'll happen sooner for me than it would for you. Just because um, I understand the tools um, in Lightroom and how to make use of them slightly better than, if I may say this, a lot of my guests that travel with me. Um, and that's why they travel with me is to um, dig into my knowledge bank and I will then obviously help you improve your skills and your knowledge. Um, so I think my level of practice has got me to a point where I can see the potential in an image um, a lot sooner than most other people would, or the average Joe photographer, if I may put it that way. Um, but in this particular case, I mean, I nearly didn't even edit this image. I just wanted to kind of flick by and look for a better and uh, more appealing or a better exposed image of this elephant to work on. And I was sitting in the office on, it was last week on that day, and I just decided, well, let me give it a shot. Let me see if I can create something moody and dramatic with this. So in this particular image, Anne, and just to now answer your question fully, yes, it does practice always, always plays an important role and it does help. But in this particular case, it was pretty much trial and error because I know I purposely didn't underexpose that scene to that extent in order to create this moody image. It was just a rookie error from my side. I didn't look at my settings and I was just snapping away and I got a dark image. And then from that point, and as I've mentioned, yes, I saw that there could be potential here because I know that I didn't burn out my blacks or my shadows. And then from that point onwards, everything in Lightroom is pretty much a um, process of elimination or trial and error exercise. Um, I will just be able to get to the conclusion a lot sooner than you would just because I understand the process a lot better um, and the tools that I can make use of to give this this image a bit of a facelift a bit better um so yeah this particular image was pretty much a trial and error for me i said well let me try and lift shadows let me do this let me do that and let me play around with the tools that i know will help me in lightroom and i was very pleased with the end result the end result really came out um pretty moody and really appealing and something that i'm very satisfied with um so yeah, to answer your question in the most simplest form, and practice will never harm anyone with regards to anything in life. Um, the more you practice, the better you get at it. And the better you get at it, the more enjoyable the whole process becomes because you can pick up on these, these hidden gems, if I may call them, a lot sooner and a lot better. But every image I, and then in, in, in turn, every image I, I process in Lightroom is a process of trial and error because it's a creative thing like today i might edit that or last week i edited that elephant image the way i did if i had to go and edit it from scratch again right now it'll probably be a very different looking end result just because my creative juices will be flowing in different directions i might think or realize um or make use of a different tool that i didn't previously to make it or to enhance a certain area of that image slightly differently. Um, so yeah, the, the whole um, pr 
processing part of digital photography, once you get into Lightroom or Photoshop, will forever be a trial and error exercise. Um, but yeah, to pick up on these, these golden or these types of images, knowing that there's potential, for the most part, I set up my shot like that. But if I don't, and it's just a um, beneficial mistake, if I may call it, uh, just due to my practice and understanding of the exposure and the tools in Lightroom, and then all, obviously all the experience I have, I definitely do pick up on the potential here pretty soon um, and know if it's either a wasted shot or something I can make use of. But I hope this answers your, your question, Anne. Um, it was a, a question that really excited me. Um, and yeah, I thank you so much for sharing it. And I hope that my answer was sufficient and made sense and that it wasn't just a big um or me just bubbling away <laughs> and sharing my excitement and my thoughts but yeah that's pretty much it for for that question and thank you so much again for sharing it and i thank you to everyone who's tuned into this podcast to to give it a listen please do feel free i'm always up and open for questions and answering them so if you have any questions for me regarding either your photography, photography in general, images or videos you've seen of mine online, whatever it may be, please get in touch with me. Uh, my email is michael at wild-i, so that's wild-eye.co.za. And I look forward to, to reading your questions and more so to answer them. I really do look forward to answering your questions because, yeah, it's a load of fun. Anyway, I hope you have... A great day further, and we will chat soon. Until next time, bye-bye.